How amazing would it feel if most every time you ask a potential client to meet with you, they give you an instant yes. Now you can get that awesome and amazing feeling over and over anytime you want it. Just download the Instant Yes Blueprint today at theauthoritycreators.com forward slash yes. Welcome to the Authority Creators Podcast with host Carol J. Dunlop. This show is designed for six and seven figure entrepreneurs who are becoming known as the go-to expert in their niche or industry. Amazing brands led by powerful and brilliant creators are showcased here. Each episode contains heartfelt conversations about the challenges we face as we pursue our dreams and celebrate the awesomeness of entrepreneurship. Get your weekly dose of business inspiration and strategy and also meet some of the most intriguing entrepreneurs around. It's time to expand your brilliance. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Authority Creators Podcast on iTunes. Guess what? We're coming soon to your other favorite podcast platforms, so stay tuned. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram to participate in the 24-hour challenges. We're on both platforms as Authority Creators. Let's join our host, Carol J. Dunlop, in the studio now. Hey everyone, welcome back to another awesome episode. This is going to be great, and I am your hostess with Moses Carol J. Dunlop, the online wild strategist and three-time Amazon best-selling author. I want you to know I have a wonderful guest on board who is coming on. He's been my client for several years. We've done some projects together, and he is just super duper amazing. I want you to know, and you will see that for yourself. So I'll bring, I'll bring him on in a second, but before we get into that, let's talk about listening. I mean, really listening. With the climate that we're in right now, you know, Black Lives Matter, pandemic, COVID-19, crazy unemployment, companies going under, it's no wonder that a lot of us are questioning what's happening in life. I mean, people are tumbling over uh, sculptures that have been up forever. They're questioning things. Even recently, North Carolina actually voted, the city council actually voted yes for reparations for all the black residents in Asheville, North Carolina. We don't know exactly how that's going to go, but we're going to keep watching it. So the whole thing is, how do you actually, how can you actually be a part of all this and keep your sanity? I think that my guest is going to tell us all about it because he's, ta- he's going to be talking about listening and listening is part of leadership. You can't lead if you don't listen. If you don't know what your people need or what the people that, that you're trying to lead need, how can you lead them? How can you be the leader that they need if you're not listening to what they're saying? And I don't mean just kind of, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I mean, really deep down listening without judgment, listening without waiting for your time to get in there to say something. That is important for all of us, especially now, because some of us have these preconceived notions about other people in our head. And I'm not just talking about black people. I'm not just talking about white people or Asians or green people or aliens or whatever. We all have this thing in us that we kind of know what's going on. So we're not really listening. But today we're going to challenge you. And that's going to come up in our 24 hour challenge. You will see. But for now, Let's get Mike's story and see what he's all about. Mike Pitcher, welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for taking time out to be here today. You're very welcome, and thank you for having me on. Awesome. So we're going to get started in this, but before we do, I would love for you to kind of share with our audience how you got started with your company and what your journey to entrepreneurship has been like from then until now. I definitely can. Thank you. Uh, I have really been a, a, a creature of a corporate environment for most of my career. Uh, so I started with Pitney Bowes, the postage meter manufacturing uh, company in 1980. Oh, okay. I was mm-hmm. there for 20 years. And mm-hmm. uh, then I, I left and went through an entrepreneurial journey with a company called i2go. And mm-hmm. uh, we went through about $8 million of other people's money. And then it became i2gone. Uh, <laughs> left and that went under. I then went to Dell Computer 
And then I went to lease plan. I've been president or CEO of uh, three different companies. Uh, the latest was with Efficiency Enterprises, a truck leasing company. And then I reti- I've retired twice. I've been, reti- I've been working, retired, working, <laughs> retired. So the entrepreneurial thing now is what you're familiar with. Mike Pitcher mm-hmm. speaks. Uh, I speak on leadership and take the lessons learned over that period of now being 41 years of uh, corporate wow. life and, and being a leader and a president. And my belief is leadership is really very simple. It's just not easy. And Mm. I condensed my belief into a book called The Seven Elements of Leadership for a New Breed of Leader. And those seven elements are laugh, learn, listen, language, legacy, lanyap, and love. Now, I got to hit lanyap because everybody says, what the hell's lanyap? <laughs> and lanyap is a Cajun term. I'm a Louisiana boy. Uh, lanyap is Cajun French for do a little something extra. It's like a baker's dozen, 13 oh. instead of 12. Cool. So what do leaders do? The little things that leaders do that other people don't. Uh, but as we talked about previously, Probably one of the most important things that do not get airtime for leaders is listening skills. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the things I think in today's COVID uh, racial injustices that are happening. I think in this environment, listening is really critical. Uh, By the way, uh, I wrote a book on listening uh, and my daughter made the comment to me of, hey, dad, you ought to include a chapter on rocket science. And I'm like, what? Rocket science? (laughs) Yeah, dad, you need one of those. And we went back and forth. And I said, Lauren, I don't know anything about rocket science. And she said, hey, dad, you don't know anything about listening, but you're going to write a whole chapter on on your book. So (laughs) I I am a work in progress. Uh, It's one of the things that I struggle with. I actually hired a coach to help me through that. But Mm -hmm. I think listening is one of the most important leadership skills that doesn't get a lot of airtime that right now in this environment is really critical for leaders to be successful. I totally agree with you. Like I said, if you can't listen, it's going to be very hard to lead because listening helps you to see, you know, what people need, what's missing, what could be added. Because great leaders are always on the lookout for things that are going to make their people better because you can't lead great people if you're not a person who's looking at, who you're leading. You always have to keep looking back and see what's going on behind you. You can't just lead with blinders on. I totally agree with that. Now, on that note about being a corporate soldier, which is what I call people who are in corporate, and now you're an entrepreneur. Woo, big change. A lot of stuff going on. I'm sure you found out that a lot of things that you used to hand off to other people to a team, (laughs) you went to hand them off like, wait a minute, there's no team there. What yeah, there's no handoff. You just move it from one side of the desk to the other, and you're still responsible for it. Yeah, you get over there, and they put that hat on, <laughs> and now you're this, and now you're that. So I'm sure along with that, you've had some visibility challenges, meaning getting yourself out there, getting your message out there, n- letting people know exactly what you do. So I would love for you to share some challenges that you've had around visibility for your brand and for your for what you're doing now, because yep. I know if you've had it, the people who are listening have had it and your ideas can probably help them. So, yep. so let, let me say this first for mm-hmm. those in your audience that are listening, that are entrepreneurs uh, and doing their own thing. Number one, I have immense respect uh, for any entrepreneur that is out there that started with a white sheet of paper that said, I'm going to build this. <laughs> Yeah, I think it takes incredible courage. Mm -hmm. It takes tenacity. It takes persistence. And it's kind of funny, your comments earlier, you know, when you're a president or a CEO, you're handing stuff and go, can you do this? Can you do that? And most Mm -hmm. people don't go, no, they say, yes, of course I can do that. (laughs) So when when you're doing that, you have a marketing department, you have a finance department, you have people Mm -hmm. doing the areas of expertise. It's a completely different world. So when I started MikePitcherSpeaks.com, you know, one of the things that that you and your team are good at is obviously social media. Uh, Now, I had the blessing of in my industry having some name recognition, being a former Mm -hmm. CEO that did take platform speaking and 
do a lot of things on both distracted driving and leadership. So I had, I had a pretty big contact base, right? A network of people, but social media really offers you the opportunity like on LinkedIn or Facebook. And especially if you're in a business B2B environment, you know, LinkedIn is that platform that enables you to go not only 50 States, but the globe and what you do. I pay particular attention when I'm doing LinkedIn. I, I, I recently did a piece on COVID and the, and the kind of three things that you needed to do to be successful through COVID. Well, that was like 35,000 views and people looked down the list and made all kinds of comments. It took time, but I responded to every single one of those comments that came through that video uh, and built an additional network because a lot of people shared it as well. But I think the social media component is very important. The other side of it is in your own sphere of influence. And I talk about this whenever I talk in corporate world or to entrepreneurs, your sphere of influence is generally much greater than you believe it to be. And how you nurture and manage that network and that sphere of influence is really important. That's your church, right? That's civic groups you're in. That's your business network. Be in those groups uh, that think like you think and you're able to attend and share ideas. I just heard yesterday, it was an interesting comment that a, a gentleman that runs a video company was talking about a group he joined where video people from all over the country paired up one-on-ones and were doing an hour uh, a week that they were doing one-on-one to talk about business, talk about the current environment. That would have never happened without the abilities of the internet and social media to occur. Oh yeah. I think that's one of the critical elements for entrepreneurs today is to look at, nurture those networks, expand your sphere of influence. And by the way, provide content that is meaningful and people feel can make a difference. So at the end of this podcast, you know, if your audience is listening, I hope there's something that they take. And I always tell people, listen for that one nugget that makes a difference and you can do tomorrow that actually has impact. So if you spend that half hour or you spend that 45 minutes, grab that nugget that you say, wow, That is a great idea, and I will incorporate it into my arsenal of weapons to expand my network and obviously nurture those relationships. Oh, I love that because social media has been one of the biggest builders for my my own business, and I know for others, and especially now since everyone's online. I mean, who isn't online right now? You know, the teachers and the kids, the parents, the business owners, everyone. So we have to take advantage of that. And utilize social media. So Mike, how do you use social media specifically to get visibility for your business? Uh, Again, for me, which is a B2B. So I I speak on the seven elements and I also do executive coaching with individuals. So again, my chosen platform uh, is obviously LinkedIn and, Mm -hmm. you know, somewhat Facebook because the people that are on LinkedIn are also on Facebook. As you know, I have a Mike Pitcher Speaks uh, Facebook page as well. Uh, But on the LinkedIn side, I actually target the kind of clients that would be booking me. That would be VPs of HR, VPs of sales, people that are associated with uh, SHRM, SHRM as an organization that are looking to book. And now that world is changing. And and we talk about that many companies out there have said there will be no gatherings uh, mm-hmm. in 2020. And some of them are already going as far out as not until summer of 2021. So right. that environment is changing as well. And that means using social media for video. So if mm-hmm. you're out there with LinkedIn and, and now video or podcast, that's one of the things I'm starting up. So I think using that platform to be able to deliver content, it's kind of a Gary Vaynerchuk approach, right? Right. You a lot of content out there. Mm-hmm. People see you on a regular basis. I am somewhat of a LinkedIn, you know, freak. So <laughs> I, I'm on it a couple times a day where if people are making comments or I see comments. The other thing is I like to share mm-hmm. good content with my network. So, you know, it's been said before that basically 20% of the people out there produce 80% of the content. Mm 
yep. on social media, especially yep. Facebook. So there's so many people that are consumers of content on Facebook. You need to become a creator of content or at least sharing really great content that you've read. So if you're looking at a video or you're, you've read uh, a blog or you've read a post that someone else, grab it, share it, make your opening comments so other people see it. What you're trying to do as an entrepreneur is to become a thought leader in that area of expertise that you have. So on mine, and people will tell you, ooh, never dilute your message, it should be only one. Uh, I'm at a point in my life where, you know, fortunately, this entrepreneurial effort is not, you know, I I won't lose my mortgage if I'm not doing so well at this business. I've spent (laughs) 40 years in the corporate world. But what I'm saying here is that side of creating that content and being valuable to other people, that is your ability to make an impact. And you somewhat become a thought leader. Mine is leadership but I'm also incredibly passionate about distracted driving. And, you know, I've been coached and people say, Hey, stay with one message. Well, right. I'm not going to do that. I have the luxury <laughs> of delivering two. And for me, that's around leadership. Leadership is simple. It's just mm-hmm. not easy. If you right. look at my seven elements, people will go, wow, Mike, that's common sense mm-hmm. to my response. Yes, it is. It's just not common practice. So those seven elements, if you put them into your arsenal and do them on a regular basis, it has impact. My other thing I'm really incredibly passionate about is distracted driving. It happens way too often. And when you talk about using that as my platform for messages, my LinkedIn, if you look at it, has lots to do with bringing that to the forefront of awareness that 10 times a day, somebody showered, kissed their wife, husband, mom, dad, kid, goodbye, and they don't come back home at night. And right. that to me, when it's 100% preventable, is just a tragedy. So that is one of the things that I am kind of known for in the industry as well as a safety zealot. Mm-hmm. How do I promote that? I constantly am looking for things, data, information on LinkedIn that talk about distracted driving that I can share with my network. And my belief is if my network, I think, in, in, in uh, LinkedIn is six, 8,000 people. Right. But if I can impact one, that one person drives home safely tonight that might not have otherwise, I'm fine with doing a 1,000 different posts and information uh, because it's just a tragedy. It is a vent and a death that is 100% preventable. Mm-hmm. Just put your phone down when you drive. So that's how I kind of use social media. I grab other people's content. I create content. If uh, you look at me on LinkedIn, you'll see my my video on uh, COVID-19 and the three Mm -hmm. things we need to do as leaders to get through COVID-19. And I think that's even morphing itself right now because no one expected us to be uh, July 16th. And this is where we are. I know. It's It's one of those things. We kind of expected nothing. We didn't know what to expect. And then it came and it slammed into us because it was way over there in China. Yep. You know, we don't have to worry about that. It's over there. And then it came over here. We had our first death. And then the first went to the next and the next. And we shut down. And we're like, okay, this is going to flatten the curve. We did it. And it was okay. We opened up. And boom, we're like right back in the same spot almost. So now is a time for leaders to step up. Tell us how to get out of this. So I'm sure that people can appreciate what you're saying. And then with you combining what you're doing with uh, distracted driving, I don't really think that there's, um, I think you can do both. I mean, you can be a leader, you know, a leader and people who are speaking out against distracted distracted right. driving because it's still, it's still leadership because I don't think enough people are speaking out about it or doing stuff about it. And now, because we're talking so much about the other things that are out there, Black Lives Matter, uh, the pandemic, you know, distracted driving has kind of gone under the radar, so to speak, but people are still dying from it. So we can't forget that. So I applaud you for doing that. And I want to let our audience members know out there, if you need some information or talking about being visible on what you're doing, please give me a contact. You can DM me or Facebook message me and I'll be happy to talk about that. Okay. So, so Mike, you mentioned your podcast. So I was just getting ready to ask you, what are you currently doing to 
doing that's working to build your expert brand right now? Well, I have been fortunate enough to be uh, booked by a couple of Fortune 500 companies. Uh, and I am doing uh, leadership training virtually. So just as you and I are, are doing this today via the internet, uh, as I said earlier, people are not bringing big groups of 500 or 1,000 or 2,000 people. They're not bringing them to hotels and resorts and do that, but they are looking for ways to train their folks. So what I am uh, throwing out there is the side of virtual, which is using you know Cisco's platform or WebEx or Zoom to be able to take my message to people that are there virtually. Uh, I'm actually taking you know some training courses on how to present effectively virtually uh, versus you know I I feel very confident on a podium or a platform, but now all of a sudden you're in a six inch screen on a computer (laughs) and you're talking about like, Hey, what is, what is the right things to do and how to do that? So I'm kind of rebranding myself as being a keynote speaker that now becomes a virtual speaker, trainer, uh, executive coach, those kinds of things. And that is, uh, that's in flux. So right now what that's going to look like, Uh, You know, I'm investigating as we speak uh, professional video development where I'll go in a studio instead of being on a screen like this Mm -hmm. uh, and lift my brand that it would look like more like me speaking from a CNN uh, news desk instead of, as you see here, talking from my office. I think creativity is going to be very critical uh, Mm -hmm. when you think about it. I don't know if you were part of it or did any of the, the, the uh, or you saw was exposed to it. I think it's just like Garth Brooks, who can't do a big concert, but used hundreds of drive-in theaters right. for a concert where people like you and me that remember the drive-in got right. in their cars, drove there and watched the concert. I just think that's incredibly creative. Mm-hmm. So I think you're going to see more creativity about how to bring your brand out. I do think video is going to be important because, um, you know, if you're not able to go out, I was speaking to two sales vice presidents in the last week who mentioned the same thing. His mm-hmm. salespeople were not getting on planes and going out and seeing people. So how do you create that video message that when someone opens up an email, there's your face. So right. what's that message? Does it have to be 30 seconds, 60 seconds? You used to do a in-face sales call now you're doing a Zoom or now you're sending something on video. What are the things that work for you? And if you can track where people get it, how they go across, sort of like the, you know, the work that you, your company does with regard mm-hmm. to monitoring who came from where, how many clicks, right. how long they stayed, mm-hmm. you kind of know what works. I do think that in this environment, entrepreneurs are going to have to try to throw several different things out there and then manage and say, okay, this one's working. I can invest and put more in that. This one has not been, maybe I either tweak it or maybe I just let it go and try something else. Mm -hmm. But I think for entrepreneurs today, you need to be creative. You need to be persistent. You need to know that there is a changing environment on how we do business that I think post COVID I am not sure we ever go back to December 2019's form and function of doing business. And I also think a lot of companies that are out there, if you're in a B2B world, I think a lot of them are going to realize that uh, employees can work uh, virtually and they don't need high dollar real estate that everybody comes to an office. So if you're in a B2B environment, how does that change for you as an entrepreneur. I think those things are changing. And the Mm -hmm. best way for you to learn is to have conversations with your customers, with people you've worked with, and listen. Hear their challenges. How can you meet their challenges? What are their struggles? How can you perform a function that helps them in those struggles? And how can you help advance their businesses, right? There's an old, old saying that, you know, People really don't care about you until you learn to care and understand what they're doing. That's the piece of personal relationships that I think the internet, I think that video uh, like this in a virtual environment creates an opportunity for all of us to learn. 
It really does. And you hit the nail on the head. As a matter of fact, I want to say a couple of days ago, I just received an email from T-Mobile where they have partnered with somebody and they're like doing these things for business because companies are realizing they don't have to, just like you said, they don't have to have the real estate. They don't have to have the big buildings. People can work from home, which is what employees have been saying forever. We can do this at home. And most yeah. of the stuff when you look at it, it's online anyway. The things that we're doing, everybody's operating a computer. You're queuing into a server. You have to VPN over this. So why not save a lot of money, give employees more flexibility so that they can be at home? And then I think you're right. Just like you and I are doing now, I mean, we're doing the podcast. We're actually, if y'all don't know, we're actually on video watching each other because I like the engagement when you can see someone, but you guys are listening to the audio, but it just helps when you can see somebody's face and okay, you can't go there in person and sit with them or maybe they, they don't want you in their home. That's fine. Just do a video thing. It's cool. You can put up a green screen in the back that has your company logo or you can sit in your living room and do it. It doesn't really matter. The thing to remember is to listen to your clients, whether they're business or consumers, see what they need and see how you're going to fill that. Because I think definitely, like you said, you have to be creative. That's why I love this format with the podcast that I'm doing now. I've never really done this type of format before. I've done different podcasts, but this one allows me to actually get to know the guest more intimately and everybody benefits from it. So I'm, I'm really glad about that. Okay, Mike, so what are you working on that you haven't even started yet? Or what kind of things do you want to do that you haven't even started yet They're gonna, that are gonna build your brand? Well, I, I think the the, convers- uh, the comment I made earlier about the ability to use video, uh, mm-hmm. and we just started this conversation. So uh, the ability to create video that is compelling, actionable, that right. can be distributed to a network, a large network through social media, uh, and target it to the people that would utilize my particular talents, right? So that side of people that put on meetings, that do training, that are in sales, targeting that message and using video is something I think that is very, very different. Uh, And I'm hoping puts me ahead of some of the other folks. So like I said, I, my platform of choice is LinkedIn. When I looked at LinkedIn and started to see other speakers, you are still seeing things done uh, that is shot from this device. And it's a mm-hmm. great, wonderful device. And I'm holding up, a, a obviously, a smartphone. Uh, and that's cool. But the side of, for me, to be in the areas that I am with a Cisco or with a Dell right. or with an American Express, the side of being able to send that message, use video, make it look, when you talk about a green screen, mm-hmm. that side of being in a, in a, uh, in a studio with a green screen and I choose my backgrounds, I choose right. how I use the book, I choose what messages and things will be there, mm-hmm. I think is gonna be very, very important. The other one is as I start to look out and I used to do, you know, I'm used to doing speeches and presentations and keynotes in right. front of hundreds of people, uh, occasionally thousands of people. Mm-hmm. The piece of that that's different is the new thing may be 20, 25 people on a WebEx, on a virtual call right. where I am having to learn how to communicate and then follow up because as a keynote speaker, you step off of a podium and you have <laughs> conversations with dozens of people. Right. What's changing is if that's with 25 people on this format, how do I stay in contact? What kind of software will I be using to kind of continue that relationship so that when people are asking me questions or want some kind of follow-up, I'm mm-hmm. able to do that. So I, I, again, I, I think we are in a completely new world with regard to B2B, how those calls will be made, what the follow-up is like. But I'll tell you the one thing I don't think has changed. I think people will buy and relate to people that they trust. Oh yeah. And the question becomes, without a face-to-face, without those kind of things, how do you develop that trust in a B2B environment with someone that you may be doing this with, like you and I are Mm -hmm. today? And that means 
multiple follow-up, multiple touch points. I think you change some of your profile to make it look more of a human perspective versus mm -hmm. simply business. Because in those conversations, when we started this, congratulations, you just had your fifth grandbaby. Uh, the side of that that is so important is that conversation, those things build trust. Yeah. And I think that that is going to be important for us. It's going to have to be delivered a new way because I think some of the face-to-face -face in an office is very different. And as you just commented, which I think is important, maybe people don't want you in their home. They're working mm -hmm. at home. They don't want that visit. Maybe you're not going out to have that breakfast at, you know, Waffle House or whatever. Right. So you, you, we've got to create that because people will still buy with and build a relationship with people they trust. I think it's the foundational pillar of mm -hmm. everything in business is I'll do business with you if I trust you. That, that's, you know, you hit the nail on the head right there because people only, only do business with people they know, like, and trust. Yep. How do they get to know, like, and trust you? You come into their home virtually, maybe through an email, maybe through a social media post. They figure out that they like what you're talking about. They react. They, they get to contemplate like, hmm, yeah, I believe that. They start trusting you by what they see and what they see you doing continually over and over again, speaking the same things, the same language, the same way, and bringing the results to them. Then they will get to know you like you trust you. And the next piece is buy from you. You're right. absolutely right. right. And I know we can, do, we can do this through video. I mean, I've been doing video since 2009 when I first started being online, knowing about online. I used to be a, a weight loss coach and a personal trainer online. When I started my first online thing with personal training, my husband was like, ain't nobody going to buy that. But when I put it out there, one person signed up immediately, then the next person, then the next person, and it was a big thing. And this was in 2009 when no one was thinking about doing video or, or online. So now you're right. We're in this new era, this new norm, and we have to learn how to deal with it. And as humans, I know we're resilient, and we can do that, and we can help get ourselves out there. So speaking along that vein, Mike, I have some Something for you, like a visibility makeover, if you will. So what we're going to do, share a project that you're working on, and I want to give you some tips on how you can really accomplish what you're talking about, the visibility, the no like, and trust. So hit me. What you got? <laughs> well, actually, it's a great question. I am working right now as we begin to develop this targeted market mm -hmm. at Fortune 500 companies that are no longer going to bring people in mm -hmm. uh, to hotels and do training. Right. So my project is to deliver some kind of marketing material to those people that that's their job responsibility at Fortune 500 organizations is mm -hmm. to find ways to train uh, and to develop their people. And my objective, one, is to find out who those people are, right? So that's the target marketing component that I need to work on. That's the project. And then the second piece is how am I reaching out to them uh, to be able to deliver what Mike Pitcher at Mike Pitcher Speaks does mm -hmm. so that they can see my talents, my message, my brand, and that they can do that. I'm being told that it's really, if you don't speak to them personally, if I can't connect with them personally, that video of less than 90 seconds is the way to do that. So that's the, that's the project I am actually just beginning to work on. Okay. All right, cool. And that's a great project. All right. My idea is immediately is you have your book. And your book kind of breaks down how you are, what you think about inside, what you do. You could take like each um, chapter and kind of break it down into a small, short video and maybe talk about like l listen is one of them. So yeah. maybe you break that down into a short video, how listening helps leaders, how you can lead by listening, make it short, make it easy. Then put it onto, um, you could make it a series or you could put it onto a landing page. Then when you go into LinkedIn or whatever, do an article where you're talking about 
you know, the video that you did, how you really are. And, and we're just focused on this one section, listening yep. so do the article, and then you invite them to go and listen to the video on that same page. When they're listening to the video, you have a bar underneath that says want more. And when they click it, it actually leads them to schedule with you so that you can actually speak to them and see what their needs are. So in the video, you're talking, you're speaking directly to them. You know, leaders need to listen. This is how leaders listen. If you don't listen, this is what's happening. Have you experienced that? Do you need, do you think that your people need to be, need to be trained on that, trained how to listen more? And right now, listen, listening is a big thing. So yeah. if, if they agree with that video, they click the button that wants more, they get on your schedule, then you have them where you can actually speak to them in a Zoom environment just like this, and then you can lay out your plan. So if you do that enough times one-on-one, you'll probably get with the person who's going to actually pay you. The other thing you could do is drive a number of the people, a number of people to that page, and then you have like a webinar where you're talking about listening, how to use it. And then from that webinar, you actually get them to schedule with you one-on-one. So you're not asking them to buy anything right off front. Right. You're just really enforcing what you're talking about. What do you think about that? Great advice. Great advice. I like that. Well, good. I think you can implement that pretty simply and pretty easily because you already know what you're talking about. You just need the video. And even if you don't get in the studio and do a highly polished video, you could do one, you know, where you are and things like yep. that and talk and just talk. You know, one of those little where you're sitting on the desk, a little fireside chat where you're just kind of talking to them because you're a very personable man. You know, people like to look at you. You're easy on the eyes, I have to say. And fertile <laughs> <Fair laughs> <old> guy. <laughs> and, you know, you're funny. You're uh, engaging. So I think that even without the big studio production, just you, you know, sitting on your desk, just kind of like that other video that you did about COVID and yeah. – Things like yeah, that. That, I, that was 30 or 40,000 views and multiple right. hundreds of shares. And that was shot. My wife, Sherry, who you know, uh, yeah. shot that with an iPhone with me sitting on the end of my desk. So See? I was floored and people said, hey, listen, if you've got good content and you mm -hmm. come across as, you know, that kind of expert discussing those issues, people will watch it. I, I, I Again, I was literally floored by the... <laughs> Uh, the expansion of how many people viewed that and the comments back. So I actually, exactly. and, and for your network, for your, the people that are listening to this, that are entrepreneurs off of that video that was just done with an iPhone on LinkedIn, uh, I booked two different engagements that were virtual uh, mm -hmm. off of that, that people contacted me and said, Hey, would you take that three minute video and turn it into a half hour training session on how leaders can be effective in the COVID environment. So you are correct. I mean, that side of it, people engage when they see good content. Yes, and that's, you know, that's it right there. So just take that, kind of multiply it a little bit. You can see if you want to go one-on-one, -on -one, or you can see if you want to do a webinar training where you get a lot of people in, and then out of that, they schedule. And then you go right along with your targeting. You only target the people who actually are going to hire you. And I think you'll have a very big outcome with that where your schedule will be full you'll be booked to the hilt and i don't want to be too full i'm 62 so i, I right need, right right i need some of that rest as full time as you want it as full <laughs> as you want it because that's the thing about entrepreneurs we work how we work when we want to work right that's why i'm in south carolina right now with yep. my daughter my husband and my new granddaughter just kind of you know taking advantage of stuff and we travel back and forth to atlanta when we feel like it but uh <laughs> that's the beauty of entrepreneurship yep yep Great. All right, everyone, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And Mike has an awesome challenge for you. So don't go anywhere. Come right back. How amazing would it feel if most every time you ask a potential client to meet with you, they give you an instant yes. Now you can get that awesome and amazing feeling over and over anytime you want it. Just download the instant yes blueprint today at the authority creators dot com forward slash yes you're listening to the authority creators podcast 
Okay, y'all, we are back. Y'all can hear my y'all in there. I'm a Southern girl, and I like to claim it as often as I can. We've been talking with uh, Mike Pitcher about listening and being an entrepreneur and going from a corporate soldier to being an entrepreneur and how do you actually connect with the B2B people out there when you can't get in front of them in real live in person. Well, we've got a secret. Video, hello, don't y'all know, use video. But Mike has this awesome challenge to help us all because as we said, we all need to listen more. So Mike, tell us about this challenge that people can do within 24 hours to help them listen better. Okay, um, my challenge to you, and, and by the way, I already mentioned earlier, I am a work in progress and it's something <laughs> that I have to actively work on and I am aware of. And it's something that leaders generally have never been trained on and that is listening skills. And I think that in today's environment, let's take a look at everything that's occurred, COVID, the racial injustice issues in our country today, what's going to happen to the economy and how we work and the struggles that businesses will be in. My 24 hour challenge to you is actually 24, then seven, then 365. But the 24 is in the next 24 hours, you will be engaged with your sons, your daughters, your husband, your wife, your mom, friends. I want you to change the way that you listen and you listen intentionally. And what the challenge is, is for you to listen so that the person speaking feels felt. They know that you felt their emotions that you felt their words, that you felt their meaning. A few ways to do that. Don't interrupt. No matter what you're thinking, and I know I'm painting with a sexless brush when I say this, men want to jump in and fix it. I got this. I'm going to fix it. Let me tell you what you got to do. I have that problem. The side is don't interrupt, just listen. Second, listen to understand, not to react. So many of us listen for the opening for me to jump in, especially salespeople. I can fix this, yeah. let me tell you. <laughs> listen with the intent to understand the meaning of the person that is blessing you with that time to be able to tell you what's going on. And third, return that with a brief explanation of kind of what you heard to make sure that what you understood is what they were actually saying. And a great way to bridge that is the statement, so if I understand you correctly, what you're saying is, and you make that statement back and somebody goes, yeah, that's it, that's exactly what, or they say, well, not quite, because many times what we hear is not what someone meant to say. So they clear it up, there's clarity, there's so much, cloud in communication because not what you said might not necessarily be what my 62 year old business professional heard i kind of right. interpret right so again those things to be able to listen intentionally and understand now a lot of people think that i mean this in the business environment this is also conversations with your spouse or your partner this is also conversations with your children the distraction side I talk about, put the phone down. Yeah. Try this with your family at dinner. No phones. Put them down. We're all the most important people in our lives. Put the phones down and let's have dinner together. Chick-fil-A runs a great commercial where they say, hey, put your phones in the middle of a box and talk to each other. Act like it's 1995. Right. So the side <laughs> of that is just be able to have conversations without interruptions. I will tell you, and I suggest to you, Carol, the reason I said 24 7, 365, that once you do this for 24 hours and you are very intentional in gaining the understanding of what people meant, try it for seven days. Once you try it for seven days, you start to see your relationships change. You start to see how effective you are as a salesperson and business person. There's a great study done on sales by people that speak 75% of the time as a salesperson and listen 25. Let's just say they make $10,000. Mm -hmm. People that listen 75% and only talk 25 make $30,000. The example I'm saying is three times more income 
happens for sales and business people that listen three times as much as they talk. And the reason is that the client, the business person, they feel like you felt and understood them. And that is the exact reverse of all of our training. All of our training is, let me talk. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you how great I am. Let me tell you how I can fix your problems. Let me tell you how I can do this. I got an answer for you. This is the answer. This is what you should do. All those things. But research indicates if you listen 75% of the time and present 25% of the time, you make three times as much as the people that do those other things. It's got a financial payoff, but let me tell you the more important payoff. More important payoff is you build deeper, better, stronger relationships. And by the way, it's not easy. I had to be trained as a CEO that a woman that coached me said, you have to put your finger on your mouth <laughs> so you will shut up and let mm -hmm. other people finish their thoughts. Because I was jumping in. I had an answer. I'm the CEO. I'm the president. Hey, I got a great idea. Right. And I was coached that, hey, Mike, you need to shut up. You need to learn <laughs> to listen before you respond. It takes work. It's not easy. People go, oh, listening, so easy. It's not easy. It takes intentional work to listen and hear what other people are saying and hear them so that you understand what they meant. Hey, let me throw out one other thing, okay. uh, Carol. As you know, my uh, website, MikePitcherSpeaks.com, MikePitcherSpeaks.com. Mm -hmm. If someone wants to go on, my book is free for your listeners. So if they'll go on, see the web, uh, web application, they can download the book for free. It's the seven elements, laugh, learn, listen, language, legacy, line you up. You'll learn a little bit on what something extra <laughs> is and love. So challenges on listening, I promise you, guarantee you, those things happen. You will see results immediately in 24 hours. You will. you will. I want you all to do that. And as you do it, after you do the 24-hour challenge, let us know how it worked for you. You can reach us on our Instagram page or our Facebook page, and we'll have the links for you. Thanks so much for that, Mike. That's awesome. And I want everybody to start listening more. I think so many problems can be solved by just listening. So let's do it. All right. We're in the final part of the podcast. I love this. This is a lightning round. Uh, questions for you, Mike. I don't want you to think about them. Just shoot me <laughs> your first answer. You didn't tell me about this part. <laughs> this is easy. This is easy. I promise you. Okay. Right. So number one, what's the best business advice you've ever received? Be yourself. Be who you Ooh. are. Be true to yourself. I love it. Okay. So what inner dragons have you had to slay on your path to success? Procrastination. Worst. I know, man. I, I suffer with that, too. I feel you. So who is your business girl or guy crush? Uh, right at this moment, Chuck Robbins, CEO of Cisco, through all of this stuff, I have seen Team Cisco and Chuck Robbins do phenomenal stuff. And that includes not only on COVID, uh, but on Black Lives Matter and racial injustice and his admissions of his own biases that he's dealing with in this kind of white privilege world of uh, the racial issues that are going back and forth. Uh, he's, you know, Cisco is rated the number one company to work for in the world. And this guy is out there saying, hey, he's working on his own stuff. And uh, we all are works in progress. And, and yep. just like the saying goes, you're never too old to learn. If you're open to learning every day, that's, that's my business crush. He's a pretty damn good CEO. Well, awesome. I love that. I'm going to have to get him on this podcast here. There you go. That. All right. So the next one is, what is the number one door that you want to open for you right now? Uh, wow, that's an interesting one. Um, it's the lightning round, but it's going to be hard. Um, I know what it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I had a transitional... Uh, transformational uh, event that occurred for me in 2013 when I was in Leadership Atlanta, and it was about mm -hmm. black-white. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that, hey, this ain't my fight to fight. I'm a white CEO. This ain't my right. fight. It's your fight. Uh -huh. And that transformational experience was with uh, black men that I respect immensely mm -hmm. that said it is your fight. Because mm -hmm. if I come to make these statements, I come across as an angry black man. Mm -hmm. If you're a CEO and a leader in business, 
you come across as a white guy that wants to make a difference. Mm. That door to open for me needs to be using my platform to say, this is different right now. This is transformation for our nation. And what is my role in it? And I need to be a voice that says what's been done in the past is done, but we have the ability to change this. And it was very humbling for black men that I respect a lot to say, your voice matters in this fight. Don't sit on the sidelines. I love that. I love that because, you know, it's true. And I just wanted to say this, um, you know, black people, we've been talking about how, you know, we've had this injustice. Things have been going wrong. You know, they've been killing the black, the young black men or, or whatever we're going through. But it's totally different when other races, other nations, other cultures pick up our banner and help us fight. Not fight for us, but help us fight. And help us fight with, just like you said, with listening and with being a voice for change. You're right, we can't go back and erase 400 years of slavery. We can't go back and erase Jim Crow and all of that, but we can be better going forward. And I totally love that. You, you know, you had my respect before, right? But it's just been like all the way up right now because we need this. We all need this. We all need to listen, learn to love more, be a voice for change. So I just wanted to say that real quick. Okay. Just a couple more questions. Uh, When you achieve all of your business goals, what is your next Wow. Uh, I think it happens. I think it happens when you get in your 50s and 60s, when you achieve your business goals. How do I share those blessings and and how can I pass on uh, knowledge, resources and other things to other people that are earlier in their careers so that they don't kind of you you learn by mistakes. But I think Mm -hmm. sharing some of your mistakes and some of your successes It's about helping other people. I think that changes as you get a little older. I want to be able to have an impact. My definition of leadership is influence. Mm -hmm. And I think we all influence people. I want to be able to influence more people in my later years of professional development. I love it. Now, one more question. And we've already kind of said this. How can listeners connect with you? But you can say it again. Yeah, you can yeah, on LinkedIn. Please feel free to link uh, with me at Mike Pitcher. And I am at Mike Pitcher, M-I-K-E-P-I-T-C-H-E-R, speaks, MikePitcherSpeaks.com. Uh, feel free to expand your network with me, and I will make mine available to you. Uh, that's how they can reach out. And I'd look forward to hearing from some of your audience. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mike. I've totally enjoyed it, as I knew I would, but in a different way and found out so much more about you. I love it. And you've been an awesome guest here and helped to open a lot of our eyes. So thank you so much for taking this time out. So for everyone else here, that's all I got for you. But tell tell you what, I'll be here, same bat time, same bat channel next time. So join us again then. Bye for now. If you received value from this episode and know someone else who will benefit as well, please share it with them. Remember to do the 24-hour challenge and let us know your results by posting to our Facebook or Instagram pages. We're on both platforms as authority creators. Join us next time for another great episode full of golden nuggets for you and your business.